Hey, I'm Tyler. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia, the only podcast you can purchase at the Scholastic Book Fair. I feel like you were the kid at the book fair who just bought, like, posters <laughs> and... Toys. Toys. <laughs> and they're the crummiest quality toys. No, I mean... Uh, not I got a poster once from the Scholastic what Book Fair. What was it? Was it Lisa Frank? No. It was a unicorn. Could you describe it? I'm trying to picture the... It was just a really, like, blindingly silvery white <laughs> unicorn rearing up on its back legs. Oh and uh, we're talking, when you say poster, they were, like, usually, like, almost the size of a regular No, piece no, of no, paper. this was a big one. Oh, it was large? Oh, it was large. Not just in a kid's memory. It was really large. It was really large. That's great. I'm yeah. happy for you. So I had a pretty much unicorn-themed room in, like, second and third what grade. What other items were unicorn-themed? I had unicorn wallpaper... I had a unicorn wallpaper border. Yeah, it was pretty intense. I thought I knew you. I never heard this before. Yeah. We need to dig up a picture. Uh, do you still have your poster anywhere? Or is it I long gone? I don't think so. I think you it seem may... like the kid who would treat that poster so well. I did it treat be, it really well. It would still exist. Um, but It was definitely still somewhere in my house in high school, but... We're checking I, the attic. I don't know. Next time we're visiting, when COVID's over, we're I checking know. the attic. Um, although maybe we can mask up and get to the attic because it's socially distant. But so, yeah, that was a that was like one of my uh, Christmas presents. My mom bought it at the book <laughs> fair in like September. Oh. And I was like, I'll never get the unicorn poster. Oh. And then I did. That's it really was pretty sweet. magical. Katie's unicorn poster. Pretty sweet. Yeah. My sister got one with kittens on it. What did I get? I just got Captain Underpants books. Pretty much. That's it. It's the only book I read, the only <laughs> books that I engaged in reading with for many years. It's, reading's important, though, and that's um, the book that got you to read, so. Yeah, but then it, it didn't do what it's supposed to do and, like, make you read other things. <laughs> I was, like, for, a, like, probably a little too long, that was pretty much all I read. So, Kate, unrelated to the Scholastic Book Fair, have you ever seen Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas? Um, I have not, actually. Me neither. I've been meaning to watch this forever. <laughs> Guys, he's unzipping the DVD case. <laughs> All right, let's look at the artwork. Could you uh, enlighten Some us? Very muffy looking otters. They look like they would simultaneously be quite soft and like kind of rough, like <laughs> a, a well-loved teddy bear, I, you know? I agree. I agree. And there's a whole band of them featuring, you know, a jug to blow into. Is that a washboard? What's this guy playing? Like a, like a banjo made out of like a box? Yeah, they're like little hillbilly otters. Okay. I like it. All right. So yeah, I've been meaning to watch this for years. We have it on DVD and like, I think I purchased this possibly up to 10 years ago and just never got around to watching it, which is crazy. But let's, uh, let's dive in. So okay. Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas was a 1971 children's book written by Russell Hoban and illustrated by Lily Hoban, a husband and wife creative team. Wow. wow. Those are great. <laughs> on uh, December 4th, 1977, the Jim Henson Company made a TV special uh, out of the book that premiered on the CBC, which is a Canadian TV channel. Uh, it didn't premiere in the United States until the next Christmas in 1978 on HBO, and then it re-ran over the years on ABC and Nickelodeon, and somehow I missed it. I don't know how. Huh. It was written by Jerry Jull, who was the head writer on The Muppet Show. He was the writer or co-writer of every Muppet movie, pretty much, in some Ooh. capacity. So he's like the Muppet writer guy. It was directed by Jim Henson. The music is by Paul Williams. And this is 1977. The Muppet Show started in 1976. The Muppet movie is 1979. So it's kind of right in the midst of all of that going on. Okay. Uh, there was a live stage adaptation in 2008 with puppets. Right now, supposedly, Brett McKenzie of Flight of the Concords is writing a movie version. Um, he did the music for the last two Muppet movies, mm -hmm. so he's involved with the Muppets now. Like I said, I've never seen it. You've never seen it. I assume it's about little otters in a jug band. I think there's, like, Emmett Otter and his mom are, like, on hard times, and 
There might be like a contest. I really don't know. I've I read synopsis. Brief... I have seen the outtake when that drum is supposed to roll by. We did, yeah. We watched the outtakes recently. But yeah, we've never seen the actual movie. So do you remember last year we watched the Christmas toy, another Henson Christmas puppet special? Yes. Right? And it was kind of like Toy Story, the premise. Yes. And we there was a big deal made about the Kermit cut of the movie. Yes. The same thing is true for Emmett Otter. And it's complicated because when it aired in Canada originally, no Kermit the Frog is present. Then when it aired in America, I guess they're like, the Muppets are big now. Let's let's do a little Kermit in here. So they made a Kermit intro and outro, just like the Christmas toy. But then the way rights work, I guess, when Disney bought the Muppets in 2004, Emmett Otter was not included in that. So they had to remove Kermit, but that just made it the original version again. There's like six different versions of this with and without Kermit. Some of them have Kermit narrating throughout. Some don't. We're going to watch what's on this DVD and we will also take a peek at the Kermit intro and outro, just like we did for the Christmas story. Release the Kermit cut. (laughs) Since we made that joke last year, uh, the Snyder cut is coming out. There you go. See, that was us. Yeah, sure. That was all us. Yes, definitely. Now she has gone. Now she has left us, left with sweet memories, and left with something more. We've made curtains, and handkerchiefs, and clothing for the poor. From the one bathing suit that your grandma Otter wore, from the one bathing suit that your grandma Otter I don't like when Kermit has legs. I I don't like when you can see his legs. I love when Kermit rides a bike. It's so cool. (sighs) I mean, it's cool, but it's just, it's unsettling in some ways. Kermit's outfit here is so 70s. (laughs) Look at it. It's like a mustard colored turtleneck (laughs) with like russet brown pants and then a red scarf. Oh no. Kermit has come to this town and it appears that he's just been mugged. It's the River Ooh, Bottom the Gang. River Bottom Gang. Does that little man live in an outhouse? Yes. Things are bad. What was it? Times are hard. A badger? All right. So is, is we it? have this mother and son singing like a body song about a, a big lady in a bathing suit. <laughs> Things are going it's great really so far. Weird way to start. It's a really great way to open a Christmas movie. <laughs> I'm seeing the boat move. I'm seeing the puppets move in the boat. I have no idea. What are the puppeteers doing? I don't know, but I love it. Two destitute otters run a laundry service and they deliver the clean laundry in their boat and they sing their song. So they're singing about how fat their grandma otter was (laughs) and how they used to, they used her bathing suit when she died to make clothes for all the poor children in Frogtown. (laughs) Is this a movie about social class? I like that the rich are foxes and they're wearing a fox fur soul. I'm actually really digging this. I like these Muppet ducks, though. Look at them. Emmett Otter just described the cycle of poverty. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so in. (laughs) Oh my gosh, look at their little legs. I thought you didn't like when puppets have legs. I know, but their legs are so funny. Is the dad dead? Yeah, the dad's definitely dead. Oh. She could probably sell Emmett, right? (laughs) It's like the, it's what, like the 30s, the 40s? I don't know. One of those foxes could wear his pelt. Yeah. No, she could just sell him, like a, she could sell him to a family. These puppets are going to make us cry, aren't they? Shut up. Oh, they're just singing about how great it is when there's no hole in their wash tub. <laughs> Who is that? Know, He's a, like a frog emperor. He's a rich frog. He said they were nice, though. He wasn't like, oh, disgusting pores. pores. <laughs> no, he was like, yeah, they're very nice. I'll do nothing to help them, though. I became rich from my own hard work and generational wealth. 
I don't think we should be making decisions based on what Pa would do. I don't think he made the best financial decisions. Well, They're like, yeah, Pa would hawk that tool chest, the the literal only source of income for our family. <laughs> pa would put a hole in the wash tub to make it impossible to do chores. <laughs> Let's let's maybe not do what Pa did. I hate to say. That owl is the stuff oh. of nightmares. Ooh, pull it open its eyes. Oof. Oh, look, it's the Riverbottom Boys, here to commit an act of domestic terrorism. Oh, no, the Riverbottom Boys. Oh, yeah. Oh, have... with their psychedelic funk music. <laughs> I mean, you can't deny the power of this song. If they won, I think they would deserve it. It's kind of a bop. They're not depressing everybody like Ma Otter. They're not boring everybody like Emmett Otter's band. And you don't watch them and get reminded how poor you are if you're in the audience. Good point. So the frog who owns this fancy restaurant came out and was like, we were very impressed with both your acts. You were just too poor to win. <laughs> Get off my property before I call the police. This seems like they should maybe sign a contract. You don't, don't enter into a verbal agreement with a frog about being employed. All right, so they've gotten a job at the rich people restaurant providing entertainment. They're singing outside just to console themselves for losing the music contest because they have no money now and have hawked things that they need for their regular jobs. And the frog comes out and says, well, well, golly, you're just such good singers. Do you want to come work at my restaurant? I'll pay you, I promise. And I'll mm -hmm. feed you mashed potatoes. So instead of owning their own small laundry business and being their own bosses, they are now going to just work for the richest person in town. The message ended up being the rich will create jobs. You don't need a social safety net. Don't tax them more because if you tax them more, he could have never given them that job because he'd be paying their wages in taxes. Well, I sure hope that frog doesn't, you know, systematically run every other business out of town using his advantages, like by, you know, maybe undercutting their prices and things. And then when there's no other place they can work, you know, depriving these otters of basic human rights and perhaps lowering their salary. It'll be fine. If you're hungry, just go to sleep, Emmett. <laughs> have sleep for dinner. That's fine music, folks. I thought you needed something a little extra, but it appears to me that what you needed was each other. Well, we're mighty honored you liked it. You wouldn't consider working at the Riverside Rest, would you? Wow! Oh, now, wait a minute. Is the pay regular when we play regular? Sure is. And meals are on the house. Golly, you got mashed potatoes? <laughs> sure. And you can start tonight. Peachy King. Emmett, what do you say? Sounds better than selling snake oil. Well, sure. Nobody wants to oil a snake these days. I didn't think I was going to like this, and it was a real treat. Yeah, what were the highlights? What was so good about it? Here's what I liked. Not one mention of religious Christmas. I think sometimes, especially in like an older Christmas special, it'll shoehorn in like... You're having a regular old Christmas special, and then it's like, and then the baby Jesus came to save and us all. I'm only speaking for myself, not you, yeah. Kate, but I'm not anti-religious. Obviously, Christmas is, you know, sure. a, is a Christian holiday, whatever. I get that. But I'm mostly nostalgic, and this is my own personal feelings, for these, like, all the secular aspects of Christmas. Yes. You know, all the dumb, over-commercialized stuff, just like how I love, I'm nostalgic about Nicktoons, you know? Yeah. It's the same thing for me. So, yeah, I agree with you. I love that this was so... Well, I think it's, like, accessible for people people maybe who don't celebrate Christmas, but experience the winter season yeah. and, and may experience poverty. And on the other hand, I think sometimes when they do like a pretty commercial Christmas special and then all of a sudden there's the like, but the real dating of Christmas is Jesus thing. Yeah. It's like, I think that probably, if I was more religious, I would feel that that's almost disrespectful. It's like, mm -hmm. come on, you're just shoving this in. This, this thing had nothing to do with it. Playing the old JC card. Right. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. 
I enjoyed the little otters. I liked their singing. I liked the message of, you know, if all the people in poverty pulled together, maybe things would be better. <laughs> um, yeah. I, and, yeah, I feel uh, like it's a nice, uh, fairly realistic, very respectful, uh, serious take on poverty, you know? Oh. Which maybe isn't what I was looking for when I, know. I put this on. But it's like it, in sort of a similar way. Do you remember when we watched The Simpsons uh, Christmas last year? Like that's very much about a family that's struggling. Not to this yeah. extent. Like yeah. they're not completely destitute like this. But, yeah. you know, and I, I, I find that. I, I really enjoyed really it. Nice. I, I don't really have that many criticisms. Uh, yeah, I would highly recommend go and watch it. Check it out. Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas with or without Kermit. I think the Kermit version's been restored since somehow it's all been... I think the Kermit cut's together. not necessary. We're <laughs> going to go watch like, the outtakes It's now. only like one minute. Yeah, we're going to turn this off so we can enjoy the outtakes with Bye, no kids. recording. See you guys uh, next week. Hi, all. This is Kermit the Frog, and I'm here to tell you the story about Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Monday at 8, 7 Central, a special holiday treat for the whole family when Jim Henson's marvelous Muppets bring Christmas to Frogtown Hollow in Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Good night.